Citizens of the Galaxy, welcome to another edition of Sabak Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, uh, it's going to be a little bit of an unconventional podcast episode. We're really just going to be talking broadly about everybody's favorite TV series, Star Wars The Clone Wars. And so we're really excited to talk a little bit about this show. Um, we both love a lot of things about it. And really, just going to say this right here at the beginning, this is all in preparation for the upcoming new material that uh, Disney Lucasfilm has been putting out this year with uh, the Bad Batch TV show. So moving into this next phase of the podcast in preparation for that next phase, we're excited to sort of break that down a little bit for you today. So thank you for listening. This is Star Wars Talk for the Average Fan. What's the scoop, Blake? <laughs> yeah, what? Where, where should we start? Should we start with um, the history of the Clone Wars? Why was why was it such a success? Um, I honestly don't know of anyone that talks bad about the Clone Wars, to be honest. That's true. Yeah. Well, let's um, let me break down. I, I think I want to break down a little bit right off the bat why we're doing the Clone Wars right now. Okay, sure, that's good. Idea. And then you should break down the Clone Wars for us with that kind of detail because I think that that's going to be really like because I don't even fully understand that history. Um, and so that'll be really fun. But to break down a little bit of what we're doing with Sabak Talk right now, basically, we're going to continue putting out episodes every week up until the Bad Batch comes out, which well, and, and through that. But let's just let's deal with this time period between right now and May the 4th, which is when uh, Bad Batch is going to come out. Every other week, we're going to be doing our talk show, which is just going to be released through Instagram TV. And it's going to be us interviewing different accounts about Star Wars and about what they're doing on Instagram with either their small business or their um, content creation or whatever it might be. Uh, so that's every other week. And then we're still intermittently going to be doing episodes of our podcast reviewing Star Wars uh, shows and stuff. And so for the next uh, four weeks, we're going to be covering the Clone Wars. And then on April 25th, which is going to be the last Sunday before May the 4th, we're going to be doing a review of Revenge of the Sith, which I'm already excited for that one. I know, that's going to be sick. <laughs> so that's a little bit of the timeline for Sabak Talk, just to give people a little bit of a background there. So, And I think it's going to be sweet because chronologically in the Star Wars timeline, we're like right there. Like we're going to be following right along. Mm -hmm. um, with the story with the narrative and so you know we've already done some other prequel era stuff um in the last couple months we're going to finish up now clone wars and then into revenge of the sith and then straight into reviewing uh bad batch which we're not fully nailed down how we're going to do that but probably going to be like every other week or two every two episodes we'll do a podcast so it's going to be exciting yeah our bill our, that'll be a start of our third season going into the age of empire Yes, dude. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be moving awesome. along. That's crazy. It is. It is. Who knows? Who knows how far we can take this thing, you know? <laughs> well, we got tons of shows coming out that are new. So, yep. <laughs> yes, exactly, dude. The, the, it's the, the pasture is green, you could say. <laughs> I'm, ex I'm, ex I'm excited for Bad Batch. Um, I was so excited when I saw the trailer. Uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be sweet. I know. I, I was excited too. I had no idea what it was going to be about, but then it's like they showed it. it was like right after Order 66. So it looks real, real good. 
Yeah. I mean, the more, I mean, we have so much material from that in between, like of all the in between the movies, I feel like that's the one where you have the most in between Revenge of the yeah. Sith and, and uh, A New Hope. But we don't have a whole lot like directly after Revenge of the Sith and dealing with like the direct aftermath of mm -hmm. Order 66. So it's going to be super fun. And Clone Wars is going to lead right up to it. And some of the best episodes ever of the Clone Wars are going to lead directly up to it. So that's exciting as well. Yeah. So we, we were, I guess we're kind of planning on, we're going to talk about some arcs today that maybe we want to talk about because we don't, mm -hmm. we have a limited amount of episodes in the Clone Wars for yeah. recording until the, the Bad Batch comes out. And we're for sure going to do the Siege of Mandalore because that one is like amazing. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some different arcs today that. Which Siege? Wait, wait, which Siege of Mandalore? The uh, season seven. Oh, so the final Siege of Mandalore. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because the first Siege of Mandalore is freaking awesome too, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so man, hard man, to choose. Man, Mandalore has been in trouble, man. They they got to figure their shit their shiz out, man. Yeah, they're the uh, they're the drama center of the galaxy. For real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I cut you off though. No, I was just gonna say. So yeah, we're just gonna be talking about some arcs today that we really like in Clone Wars, and mm -hmm. we still haven't narrowed down which ones we exactly want to do. So kind of maybe do some like options here and uh figure it out i guess as we go uh yeah. for the next sunday or something so but we just want to show some appreciation for clone wars because there are so many episodes that we love uh but we uh but we just can't um sorry that's my baby <laughs> <laughs> but we just can't uh, do them all because yeah that would take forever so it would it could have been we could have done an entire season of Sabak talk and not even covered all the arcs in i know I, it's crazy yeah but you were gonna get into some of that history maybe we should maybe we should hear a little bit of that i'm, I'm curious yeah. about this i know it's so interesting because i mean i was doing some research because i was looking up i mean there's obviously we know there's those clone wars there's like the movie the clone wars yeah there's the tv show that everyone loves the uh I gotta go. Maybe I should make it all their names right, but it's like the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And then there's that one. If I don't know if people remember, but it was like these little shorts on Cartoon Network back in 2003. They were like five minutes long. Yeah. And it was like a 2D version. And that was just called Clone Wars. Yeah. So, like, obviously the names are a little bit confusing because they should have maybe done a little bit better uh, <laughs> differentiating those. But the, uh, the history of the Clone Wars is like George, they wanted to do, George Lucas wanted to do something. So they kind of like tested the water with these little shorts and the shorts did like mm -hmm. amazing. They won like Emmys for like best animated um, show series or something. Uh, they won oh, wow. like best internet series. And that was like right when the internet streaming service is kind of taking off. Mm -hmm. um, and there was like, it's crazy because they show a ton of stuff in there. That's like, that's like really cool that we don't ever see it ever again. They, they show like Anakin being knighted as a Jedi Knight. Uh, that's when uh, General Grievous was actually introduced uh yeah, he yeah. was created for the clone wars in like a five minute segment so it was like this crazy huge character that's really important was only created for like a five minute tv show you know and this actually came out like in between the two movies so that's like yeah, that's it a, came out right before revenge of the sith yeah that's and that makes it like even more interesting because you know with the clone wars that we're all familiar with those came out after revenge of the sith had already come out so like that the whole completion of like the story the greater story of the fall of the republic was like understood in a greater depth and but then these ones were like in between so everything that they're introducing was like really really introducing yeah that's that's yeah. really interesting i mean did you watch them live because i remember watching them i was like so stoked i was like 
oh yeah kind of watch these little five minute things and i was like so i was like shocked when i saw <laughs> grievous dude i was like scared of him i was like this dude is crazy yeah dude i remember me and my brother i actually have some of the dvds of them downstairs the, oh the no two, way two-dimensional yeah so me and my little brother uh, i remember watching them together and i remember there was like the clones were so cool in them they were just i don't know they were just really good like fighters and like you just got to see like this really cool action and i remember there was like the one clone i think he's been memed like several times like he goes on like this like crazy like survival frenzy where he just like takes out like 30 super battle droids and like this like really epic like montage um and so yeah i don't know there's yeah there's some really cool moments in it i when you said the thing about anakin getting knighted like i feel like i have a vague memory of that too and that like that is such a cool moment i know yeah such a cool moment that like we've never seen you know uh jedi get knighted at all before and then here it is in this five minute segment of clone war so yeah yeah it was pretty cool so i anyone that hasn't seen those i was thinking about rewatching them trying to find them online or something rewatch them because i mean they'll take probably like 30 minutes to watch all of them but <laughs> yeah and you know what else i saw uh i saw this on the internet recently actually on like instagram i think is the actual kidnapping of palpatine um prior to you know the opening scene yeah. of revenge of the sith was shown in those cartoons oh no way yeah grievous kidnapping palpatine uh, oh wow and I, that's and interesting so let me ask are these are these these are technically legends now right they're not technically canon right i don't know i was trying to find that yeah i was hoping you would have the answer but I was like trying to do some research yesterday and I was like, I can't find anywhere that says these are not canon or these are legends. So like, mm. yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. They've just been, they've just been like, people are just pretending they don't exist. Like yeah. just like <laughs> for real, for real. I, uh... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've, I was, I'd be really curious to know like if those, cause I think that Shakti, I think one of her fates is partially, ex cause you know how like Shakti has like five different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Can, between canon and legends there's like 10 different outcomes for her life um i'm pretty sure one of them is is fleshed out in that that sequence as well when palpatine is kidnapped by Grievous, interesting if i remember correctly so some in, that's that's some interesting stuff so what 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 happens from there yeah so it had three seasons and it lasted till 2005 and then, you know, three years later, um, I guess it kind of tested the waters and then they got the Clone Wars and Dave Filoni was put in charge of this. Mm -hmm. And Dave Filoni had this idea of creating this like kind of this crew that had a Jedi master and a Padawan and then kind of like this ragtag team. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want to interfere with the canon. So it was going to be like side things that were happening during the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And so you get to see like a different side of Clone Wars. Um, because he wasn't sure about the timeline and stuff. He didn't want to make anything canon or interfere with the timeline. But George Lucas was like, no, let's do Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka. Let's like focus on them. And yeah. so that was really cool. And then it is funny that Filoni had that idea because that's literally what Rebels is. Rebels is like that exact idea that Dave Filoni had was like this ragtag team of mm -hmm. this, side, this side crew that's going along during the time of the rebellion. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. really cool that he got, he still got, you know, his dream or his vision of, a show that he wanted to have um, and he was able to produce that in Rebels. So just really cool. And I'm glad that they did do the canon for the Clone Wars because like there's so much good stuff in the Clone Wars that we get to see and we get to yeah. expound on. And it's like, it's so amazing all the stories that happened in the Clone Wars. So that's kind of like a brief history of the Clone Wars, not too, not too deep or anything, but just some stuff I found really interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, just an epic show, I feel like it. And the thing about the Clone Wars to me, I mean, like, so the, the Clone Wars movie, that came out first, right? Or I can't even remember. I think so. Yeah. I I mean, we should probably have an idea of that. But I I mean, I, I, to me, it's the fun thing about the Clone Wars is that they seem to, like, grow with the audience in terms of, like, how good how good it is. And also how mature it is as like a, a story, like the story gets like a lot more mature by the end. And I think that they were very like cognizant of the fact that this fan base that watched it when we were in, you know, like, like our preteens or, you know, when we were really young uh, is now growing up or grown up, but is still interested in the storyline of, you know, these particular characters and in how the whole Clone Wars, uh, series is wrapping up so that's one thing i really love about the clone wars that just thinking about the history makes me think of it yeah and it's also weird too because they had like so they did five seasons on cartoon network cartoon network first launched it yeah and then it like i don't know why but they stopped doing it and then netflix picked it up for a sixth season and they had like Mm -hmm. tons of episodes in development they had six supposedly 65 episodes in development and thirteen of those became the thirteen of those became the sixth season, and then it you know uh-huh. dropped off the face of the earth forever. And then we just got the seventh season like last year, or so which is picked yeah. up by which Disney did, and now Disney claims like it's an original, which is really annoying. But <laughs> it's like I know it's just it's just weird that it was such a successful show because it won a ton of Emmys and stuff, and then they just like kind of dropped off for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why. That's weird. I I think that maybe I don't, I mean I can't say this for sure, but it feels like it has to do with just. I mean, I feel like from the point of view of like creators, they probably just are constantly being told or getting like this first, I think there's two things that they're being like, they're feeling is probably just like the classic, like prequel hate. I feel like the prequel prequel hate was like really strong around the time that like Force Awakens came out and stuff. And I don't think they wanted a lot of attention on the prequel era because the, the sequel era is like, doesn't embrace the prequel era at all and i think that there's like a tension there because there was such a a vocal generation of star wars fans that hated the prequels and then i also think that just like the cartoon thing like i there's like this this idea that cartoons won't be as popular like not as not as successful and that's what's weird though is that it it, like it had been such a successful show but i guess it just i guess the people just feel like it, it's just not going to be able to sustain, but I guess yeah. we proved them wrong. I mean, even look at like, I, I think if you look at like Avatar The Last Airbender, like when that dropped on Netflix, it was like number one on Netflix for so yeah. long. <laughs> and now they're like, and now Nickelodeon's like going to start doing side stories and doing all this stuff from it. Oh, I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it just, I think it just goes to show that like, you know, I, I, I don't know, maybe we're, maybe our generation is like overly nostalgic and we're like not afraid to like watch cartoons um, <laughs> because we grew up with them. I don't know. It's an, it's an interesting dynamic to see play out though. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, that's sweet. That's a good, that's a good summary. I think of, uh, of the Clone Wars and what it is and what it's all about. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and everyone that says, I guess anyone that hasn't watched Clone Wars and like think they don't want to watch it because it is a cartoon or it's for kids. Like there definitely are, like some kid moments, like don't get don't get me wrong, it, oh, it yeah. can feel childish at times, but like it's definitely like good content. There's good stuff in there that is like really just like cool to know. And like if you are interested in Star Wars, we would highly recommend that you start watching Clone Wars. 
Mm-hmm. Well, let me, that actually segues into a question I had wanted to ask you, uh, Blake. Okay. And it's kind of a weirdly, it's hard for me to like fully think out the question, but the question that I, I kind of wrote down was um, basically if you were to be talking to someone who's a fan of Star Wars and they've seen the movies, but they haven't seen uh, the Clone Wars, what would you tell them is like, this is what like the Clone Wars can add to your like understanding of the story does that make sense as a question it's it's kind of just like to you like what does the clone wars add to yeah. the entire saga i mean i think it's really important for character development that's the biggest thing i think we have mm. three short movies of the prequels um mm-hmm. we have we can see you know we see you know six hours of obi-wan in the prequel era but like in, in the Clone Wars, you see he, like he's one of the main characters. So you see him all the time, almost every episode. Yeah. Uh, you see get to see that he actually had a secret, you know, love affair with uh, uh, a senator, like a the Duchess from of Mandalore. Like they were in love yeah. and you get to see his relationship with they bring Darth Maul back, which is a, an, another amazing arc that you get to understand more about Darth Maul and how like his story is so tragic and and how he was him and Obi-Wan, you know, have this feud and then you get to see, you know, Padme and Anakin's relationship a lot more flushed out. And you realize that they really were like good together. And it wasn't just like this mistake that it was like this bad thing that happened, which I mean, I guess it can be, but like they're, they really did love each other and they really did care for each other. And I think you honestly think it was good for both of them. And like mm-hmm. even Padme's character was like her, I was just watching some episodes just to prepare for this. And she was so cool in the Clone Wars. She's such a badass yeah. in the Clone Wars. And yeah. I mean, and they go into depth of, you know, Jedi lore and all the backstory of how they get, how they make the lightsabers, they show the younglings. And but even too, it, even, it's even cool to the show about the, to see about the, uh, the clones themselves, like how the clones have different personalities and are just like mindless robots. And mm-hmm. so I don't know, I, I think that it just, it really is able to go into depth of all these things that I was curious about or that I wanted to know more. It just gives me such a better appreciation for Star Wars as a whole like the storytelling mm-hmm. of George Lucas and all that, um, all that it entails, you know? Yeah. I think that's really well put. And what came to mind as you were talking about that is, is I feel like the, that entire era, the whole entire prequel prequel era is, is completely like more fleshed out. I, f- I feel like through the, the Clone Wars series, cause you get all this character development and it's like kind of it kind of like is matched with like also a, you get it like a clearer idea of like what the Clone Wars even are all about and like what the different factions yeah, are that are involved and also how the Jedi Council deals with people like you were saying a little bit and um, and you get that like a closer look at like our main characters like Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker you get like a, a much clearer idea on like how that character goes from A to B to C. And I guess A to B to C would be like from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. Like that's that's a lot of ground to cover character development wise from the kid we see in Attack of the Clones to the Darth Vader that we see in A New Hope. And if you only cover all that ground in just three movies, uh, that's kind of like a lot of ground to cover. But w- with Through the Clone Wars, you get like this all this depth on like, what was happening to Anakin, what was happening in his relationship to the Jedi, his relationship to Padme, like you were talking about, his relationship to Obi-Wan, his ideas about his own power and his own anger and his attachments. And just, there's so much that's covered. 
um, with the character. And really, I, I mean, to me, Anakin Skywalker is the most important character in Star Wars. Like it's this, you know, what's funny. It reminds me of like people like will make these like move, like these like fan made movie posters of like Star Wars anthology films. They'd like to see like Star Wars story. Yeah. Um, and it's like Vader, a Star Wars story. And I'm just like, dude, like Vader, like there's already six movies. It's all yeah. about Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that kind of funny. But, um, but like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess I'm just trying to say like, he's like the biggest character and like the Clone Wars at such a formative time in his life, right before he turns in Revenge of the Sith, you get so much, so much depth of the character that I feel like is, is really, uh, is really good. I know. Yeah. And then you get to like, um, you get to like care, you get invested in these characters. And so like mm -hmm. when they die or when something bad happens, it's like, it's that much more meaningful to you as a, as mm -hmm. a viewer, like, man, I watched this, you know, this in, 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 in sorry, insignificant clone mm -hmm. from season one all the way to season seven. And like, that's, and like something bad happened to him or he was like, I guess Rex would be a good example. Like from yeah. season one, all the way to season seven, he tries to save Ahsoka at the very end and he's able to take the chip out and he's like fighting against his brothers, his clones. It's like, man, that's hard. That's hard to watch. Cause you just care so mm -hmm. much about this clone and you realize, mm -hmm. wow, he's not just like a clone. That's like this, almost like this mindless robot, but he actually has a personality. He's a person. He's a human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's totally true. And I felt the same way about um, the, uh, what, like in Revenge of the Sith, when Cody, like, you know, has, fires all the, the cannon shots at Obi-Wan. Yeah. I mean, Cody's not in the Clone Wars as much as Rex, obviously, but uh, you still get like this idea of like the personality of the clones, especially the higher ranking ones that have a little bit less of the, um, they're more independent thinking, the, the higher ranking clones. Yeah um and so you, you like when i when i watch revenge of the sith and i see like the the montage of order 66 particularly when obi-wan gets shot down and, and and the others it's just like you see this this the clones turning and it has so much more meaning and it mm -hmm, feels really it, it feels feels really heavy yeah that's a good word well that's a good plug that's a good plug for the clone wars i know dude the clone wars is so good like just i just started re-watching them again like starting week. at starting at season one yeah <laughs> the an I, I will say this the animation in season like one through three or four are is so bad I, it is I weird like yeah it was a question i'm questioning you know kind of the things that they the decisions they made on their outfits and stuff but yeah mm -hmm. the story is pretty good though there are some weird yeah. stories but like it's just like it's just cool to see that we have more story out there you know yeah it's fun well i'm and i'm sure that like there's so many episodes i feel like if i were to start rewatching there'd be a lot of arcs that I have completely forgotten about. Yeah. Um, that as I'm watching, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Like, this is a, this is a really fun one, or this is a really interesting uh, storyline, but there's, there's a lot of really, I mean, what are, I mean, I guess, what do we want to talk about next? Do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, guess. we can go into some arcs that we really like, or we want to talk about. Let's talk a little bit. This is one that I just from what you were just saying about what you like about um, what you like about the clone wars made me think of this one arc that I really like that I think is actually a little bit controversial. There's some people that don't like it, but that is the younglings. Uh -huh. one, which is about the Jedi initiates that go and they make the, the move up to Padawan. And so they're taken to uh, Ilum and they get their crystals. They make their lightsabers and that whole arc I, I really like all those episodes that I find them like 
some of the most fun and like most interesting uh, in the Clone Wars. No, I totally agree. Those are sweet ones because it's like we don't get to see anything about the Jedi's past and how or how they're trained. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we just see them pretty much as full fledged Jedi Knights or Jedi Masters. So it's like mm-hmm. we got like a glimpse of Anakin, but like that was it. It was like barely anything. And yeah, so yeah seeing the younglings that's that was really cool. I like that one a lot too. Yeah, it's cool to see. It's cool to see like that that there is like there that. Well, they, they had that process from moving to the different stages of what it means to be a Jedi, but also you see, and they talk about it a little bit in the episodes, how there's this, they're, they're kind of like, they've tweaked their, uh, their process because they're in a time of war where normally it'd be like a one-on-one thing where like you'd have a Jedi initiate who had just passed the Padawan trials and had been chosen by a Jedi master would go individually as a, as a pair to Ilum or maybe to another planet, but probably to Ilum to do sort of the process uh, to have the, the Padawan find the uh, crystal, create the lightsaber and sort of then continue forward with their, their new Jedi master. But how like in the wartime, they're kind of having to do it as a group and they're just not all with each individual master because a lot of the Jedi masters are acting as generals at this point in time. And so they're all just with Yoda and it's kind of like depersonalized in some ways. I found that also kind of interesting to see. Uh, it just kind of further expresses sort of where the Jedi Council, the Jedi Order was at at that point yeah. in time. And also there's a Wookiee uh, Jedi, which is just amazing. <laughs> I know that is really cool. Yeah, that's, and he makes that wood lightsaber, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I always said, I wish that there was like some storyline where like those those kids are still alive. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> my head, my head canon, I imagine that they are. Yeah. Well, dude, I was thinking too, we kind of talked about, you know, the mall arc, but I was thinking, dude, we should just do like, we can even do that in um, Age of Rebellion because like he's in Rebels and stuff. So we can do like this whole episode just on Maul, like Maul's character. There's so much yeah, stuff on Maul. And he's one of my favorite characters now because of the Clone Wars and because of Rebels. It's like this character dies and they bring him back to life, which is a very questionable move but i think it paid off because like mm-hmm. he's now definitely like a big fan favorite and his stories is so sad and it's like depressing honestly but it's like <laughs> his whole struggle and stuff but it's like he's such an interesting and intriguing character like he was a ruler of mandalore at one time you know so like it's just crazy all this all the stuff he's been through yeah no it's it's really interesting and you know what was really interesting too was I, I was watching some videos about some people talking about what they consider to be the best clone wars arcs and one of them, sort of as an unpopular opinion, brought up the Night Sisters arc as one of the ones that they consider to be one of the best in the Clone uh-huh. Wars. And I found that really interesting. And the reason why this particular uh, content creator said that they really liked this arc was because it was so unique. And it was sort of showing this really mystical side of the Star Wars galaxy. That's, you know, because the Night Sisters are kind of like they're using something that's like similar to the Force or it is the Force, but it's sort of it's sort of dressed up differently like this like kind of like cryptic magic and and then you know that also is where we kind of get the origins of where maul is going to be coming back and uh that whole dynamic with uh maul and savage and all that and so i just i was i was i was actually like kind of in agreement with what this particular person was saying about this that arc uh and how we also get that little view into where maul came from and a little bit of his background 
and how that sort of compares to how he went from there to being with Palpatine and a little bit of what we see in Phantom Menace and then all the other stuff that we see. It's just such an interesting character. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Are there any other arcs that come to mind for you that you feel like are, I don't know, ones that we like need to talk about or need to be acknowledged? I feel like there's just so many. Like it's so there hard is, to Yeah, choose. there's too many to even like, we, t- we can't even sit here all day for, or we can sit here all day talking about all of them. It's just like, I mean, there's like, you know, Ahsoka leaving the council, that whole, that whole thing with her, the, the her getting framed. There's yep. entire, there's so many Mandalore ones about, yep. you know, Satine, <laughs> about the first, the first siege of Mandalore about, uh, it's like, it's crazy. There's so much stuff. So yeah, all I don't know. I mean, what, the... yeah. Like, what do you think yeah. uh, is a, or even the conspiracy one, the conspiracy one's a good one too about, yeah like i don't know oh my gosh i don't know there's so much to talk about yeah and then i mean there's also ones that are like more clone centric and the one that comes to mind for me is like where you know fives and these this couple clones like they get so close so close to figuring out that order 66 is gonna happen and to me like i love the one of the reasons i love that arc is because it sheds so much light on what happened because like what happens in revenge of the sith if you're just familiar with the movie when order 66 happens it almost feels like a little bit i don't want to say far-fetched because the whole thing is like in an alien galaxy so far-fetched isn't the right word but it almost feels like it's it's like a kind of like a, a just like a cheap plot device uh-huh does that make sense like i feel yeah. like I've heard people say that about Revenge of the Sith, where it's like, oh, so he just says this one thing to the clones and then, you know, all the Jedi are being overthrown. It just happens like that. It just feels like a cheap plot device to some people. But if you watch the Clone Wars and if also if you pay attention to Attack of the Clones, the whole plot to overthrow the Jedi is something that it, 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 oh, it goes through like certain stages of development and also stages of where it's, it's about to be found out and undone. And it's just really fascinating. So that's one of my favorite arcs in the Clone Wars. Definitely. That, that one's thing. so good. Oh, then five fives is a big fan favorite. And you know, his death mm-hmm. is really sad, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, what about the, uh, what about the droid uh, arc? Is that one of your favorites? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not George Lucas. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny that George Lucas loves that one? Do is that a joke? That? Like, is he or joking is or is he serious? You know, I have no clue. I have no, I honestly feels like something he might actually, cause he's into, he's kind of weird. And so yeah. I don't hate that. I don't hate that arc, but like, it's, it's like the, one of the weirdest for sure. Uh, there's the, uh, another one, a big, a big favorite is the Umbara arc. Oh yeah. Well, people With, love to uh, hate, lo- love to hate Bon Krell, right? Yeah, dude. Everyone hates that dude. He's a douchebag, man. Come He's on. terrible. He's so terrible. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, that's that's a good arc, though. It's it's really interesting to see because that's another one where you see like the or it's almost like the the storyline is trying to to get you to the audience to sort of think a little bit more layered about the Jedi Council and stuff even with yeah. even though bon krell is like clearly the bad guy uh you know the jedi they're kind of they're kind of getting a little weird <laughs> i mean even this too it, it shows um rex's development uh where mm-hmm. he realizes you know following orders isn't everything you know like mm-hmm. you to be a good soldier is like you gotta protect your men and do what's right for yeah so i mean i don't know that's that's really cool too that a clone can 
things like that. You know, he's so he's such a he Rex has does does have really good like really good mindset. Yeah, his arc is so cool too. Like yeah. just to see where he starts and then where he ends up and just to see like his I don't want to say redemption, but his like road to freedom kind of yeah is really is really really cool. Uh and I you know what another another arc that I also like uh is the I can't remember which is there multiple geonosis battles it's definitely one of the geonosis yeah. battles where they kind of go back and then there's all the mind control on the clones and stuff yeah that sounds vaguely familiar oh my that's gosh a, what, is, what is that one that's a good one i think well there they go in and there's like a really cool um entry scenes where like they're landing on geonosis and obi-wan and i think kiati mundi is there as well they kind of get stranded and Keanu Mundi ends up in a cave and they go and they find like the hive and the queen of Geonosis. Oh yes. I do remember that one. Yeah. That's a fun one as well. It just gives a little bit more background to one of the, the locations as well. That's, you know, featured in the movies. Yeah, man. How are we going to narrow this down? How are we going to choose <laughs> I know. like what five or five episodes we're going to do five or four. It's like, man, it's going to be so yeah, tough. It's going to be super tough. I even just thought of another one that I really like, which is, oh, where, gosh. which is where Ahsoka loses her uh, lightsaber. It's a short one. I think it's only two episodes where she loses her lightsaber. And then she works with master Sinube on Coruscant to get it back. Oh yes. That one's cool. It's just like a cool. Yeah. It's a really cool one. There's just, there's just so many little stories that are just so great in, in the clone wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's going to be really hard to narrow it down. I mean, I don't know what, right. I, I, I mean, we definitely have to do season seven. I feel like almost like just like do the entire season as like one arc. And maybe we just won't talk that much about the Martez. <laughs> <laughs> we just won't talk that much about it. I don't know. I didn't hate, I honestly, I feel like I'm in the minority. I didn't hate that that whole section of the season like a lot of people said like oh i just skipped that section of the season because it's so bad i didn't feel that way the 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 one moment that i lost it though was when she dumps the spice but I don't, <laughs> she's it's already taken too much of our airtime probably i should probably just stop talking about it right now but <laughs> no dude i they should have shortened that down to like two episodes it wasn't like what five episodes it was long. six episodes it was like why why is this so long to shorten this to two episodes i don't know it was so weird I know it was like so much to do with like the pikes and like this, just like random stuff. I guess it was just more story for Ahsoka, but it, yeah, it definitely yeah. could have, it definitely could have been covered in two episodes. I, I <laughs> agree with you, <laughs> but I mean, I feel like we need to cover that season at least like the Mandalore, the, the, the ending of it, the last, however many episodes. Dude, I will, I will Absolutely. never not say this, man. That is one of the most beautiful, like uh, episodes and like all of like television, dude. It is like, pure art it is so amazing the mm -hmm. fight between maul and ahsoka is just like so magical it's just like yeah it's so good it is so i don't care who you are if you even don't like star wars like you just look at this like that's good cinema you know it's like that, yeah it's so good yeah i mean from the animation just to like the 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 writing and the tension it's yeah it's amazing I think we should definitely do that. We should do that as one of our podcasts, the podcast r right before our Revenge of the Sith podcast. I okay, yeah, that'd be sick. Cause that, yeah, it coincides perfectly because they're, like, they're yeah. like right at the same time. Yeah, so I think that would be perfect. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's hard. It's hard for me to 
to talk about doing reviews of the of the Clone Wars without doing a, a podcast on the arc where Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order, and that the whole end. I think what's at the end of season season five. Is that the end of season five or end of season? Six? I think so. I think it's five. Yeah. So I feel like we should. I feel like we should do an episode on that because that whole storyline it brings together a lot of different characters and a lot of different dynamics from a lot of the Clone Wars all into one storyline. Yeah. And so I think we could also cover a lot of ground with that. In addition to it just being like, just like the major point of Ahsoka's character development, it's just fantastic in terms of arc and to For see. Sure how that all unfolds it's fascinating really i and there's so much you could just keep going at so i feel like we should do that one as well i'm down yeah i'll be, I'll be down for that and then i think we would have space for one or two more so i i guess we might have to like f- figure that out as we go but we've we've kind of touched on several here there's there's a lot of really good ones i know man it's gonna be tough it'll be tough but it'll be fun i'm excited i mean i i even thought of this too we could I guess we're we're kind of working at a deadline because Bad Batch is coming out, but like we could, I mean, obviously, we could always just go back and add more to, like our different, yeah. like our this is like our 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 second season of the age mm-hmm. of, um, what the prequel prequel era. So it's like because yeah. I know we wanted to do the book of the Dooku Jedi Lost, yeah, um, and we want to do a different a few pieces of other literature. So we could always just go back and add. This That's season. true. That is true. That's totally true. So we, we, we should, we should do that because <laughs> who knows uh, when I'm going to finish that book. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Oh man. I don't know why it was ran like that, dude. Gosh. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's a weird one. Super weird. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you about it too. Cause I'm just like, I'm only like a hundred pages in or something, but I'm like, man, what? I don't know. I, it, I got some stuff with it. I'll talk about it. If we ever do do podcast about it, but yeah, I don't know. I got some beef with it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to break it down. Well, do we want to say anything else about the Clone Wars or or what, dude? I don't know. Just guys, watch the Clone Wars, man. It's awesome. It's even a good leisurely watching too. It's mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's just good to watch. I mean, good to get some more information on, on Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're gonna love it. So I mean that's my advice. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it for us today. Uh, what a good episode. It's always a good yeah, episode. It's fun. It's always a good time when you get to talk about the Clone Wars, right? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll be preparing, preparing for the Clone Wars. Uh, we'll be doing some posts more focused on the Clone Wars and stuff. So take take a look at our Instagram, at Sabak Talk. Um, and then we'll be uh, preparing for the Bad Batch, which we're all excited to be. So we're all excited for this new content coming out. So, uh, you know, thanks for listening, guys. That was uh, – this is a good time. Yep. Signing off.